recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Welcome to Zed Games. I am Paul, and joining me tonight is my good friend Rani. It's me. Hello. It's you, my my little friend. Yeah, I'm tiny. Because you know, it's true. It's true. I am very small. <laughs> People listening at home will not know. No, the audio mediums very rarely uh, dictate size. Yeah. Also, when they look at our photos on our website, they won't be able to tell it's either. It's just headshots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, I've been sick. In recent no. times, uh, which has given me a slightly uh, nicer timber to my voice, I found oh, from yeah. recent recordings. So, like, slightly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> I should, I should be ill more regularly. This is, I'm starting to sound sexy <laughs> tonight on Zed Games. Uh, we have, we well, we, it's a slightly different format, not very different. Uh, review wise. Uh, we will be reviewing two games. I will be reviewing two games. Yep. Uh, that will be Overboard and the Magnificent Truffle Pigs. Why two? Because I've been playing so much recently, I couldn't pick. And <laughs> these games are both narrative-heavy games, yeah, and yeah. I love one, and one infuriates me. Oh, so yeah. we'll get to find out which one's which when we get to it. Oh, I think I, narrative games are a bit like that. <laughs> you just, um, they can be a bit hit and miss. Sometimes you're like, oh, just continue i i have strong opinions on uh narrative we'll have a bit of chat about that also we'll have the news up the top uh easy bringing that for us tonight but yeah it, it should be a good one it should I think be, it's uh, gonna be good yeah yeah i'm just i'm just gonna ramble and try to pitch i'm gonna pitch both games have have the best pitch oh okay oh i both games excite me greatly okay and, uh, it's the execution that makes oh, yeah. me furious. i love it great I love it. okay <laughs> i'm ready <laughs> let's prepare our bodies now Okay, uh, but to kick it off, let's get to that news I just mentioned. Oh, news. Yeah, very exciting. This week in gaming news, Capcom sued for using unlicensed photos in games. The Japanese video game developer and publisher Capcom are in some deep water with a photographer suing the company for copyright infringement. Judy A. Jurassic has accused the company of using unlicensed photos from her book in multiple games such as Resident Evil 4 and Devil May Cry. The images are from Judy's copyrighted book published in 1996 called Surfaces, which features over 1,200 visual references for different creative artists. It's taken Judy some time to take action on this claim as she wasn't positive about the infringement relating to both major games, Resident Evil 4 and Devil May Cry. However, it wasn't until Capcom's ransomware attack that her suspicions were confirmed. Judy's lawyers are asking for $12 million in damages as well as up to $25,000 for each photograph used. Send Aid to Palestine. Itch.io, a website for indie game developers to sell and download indie games, is a special bundle. For $5, you'll receive over 1,000 games from over 800 content creators. All the profit raised will be donated to the United Nations Relief and Works Agency. UNRWA will provide further food assistance to over 1 million Palestinians in territories with heavy destruction. They are also helping provide emergency mental and physical 
physical health protection for those in the region. If you'd like to buy games and help aid Palestine, head over to itch.io to help contribute or head over to the Zed Games Facebook page at ZEDGamesAU for the link. The biggest week in gaming is just around the corner. E3 kicks off on the 12th of June for three days of video games announcements, release dates and more, starting with Ubisoft, Devolver Digital and Gearbox showcasing their latest titles leading up to the event. EA have also dropped their latest game announcement, Battlefield 2042. To stay in the loop with all the heavy hitters of the games industry, such as Xbox, Bethesda, Square Enix, Capcom, Bandai Namco, and more, Zed Games have put together a calendar so you can follow along at home. The link is pinned to the Zed Games Facebook page at ZEDGamesAU. The week in gaming releases. On June 10th, Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade comes to PlayStation 5, Ninja Gaiden Master Edition comes to Nintendo Switch, One Hand Clapping to PC, and We Are Football to PC. On June 11th, Darius Burst Another Chronicle EX comes to PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch, Guilty Gear Strive comes to PC, PS5, and PlayStation 4, and the big one that everyone's anticipating, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart comes to PlayStation 5. On June 13th, Lumber Hill comes to PC. On June 17th, Police Simulator Patrol Officers to PC. And Roguebook also comes to PC. That's all this week in gaming news. Thank you for that. Easy. And what a week, man. Uh, all of those things I have things to comment on. That Capcom stuff, have you followed that? No, I haven't followed it. Like, oh, I mean, I'm in exam week, so I'm not really uh. following anything. But part of me, th- part of me is like, oh, I wish something like that could happen so that I could sue like a big company for all this <laughs> money. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want my copyright infringed upon. Like, that's no, why I worked no. hard for that. It is. Um, it it, it it it's so because basically when when the leak happened, yeah. Um, the file names, several of them are still her original file names. Oh my goodness. So, like, whilst they've transformed all the textures, I've used them in things, they're still obviously using her source. Oh my gosh. And once you knew about the bleed, she went through and she checked everything and she found all the long, long list they were doing. Especially because she suspected it. So she's like, oh, well, now here's my opportunity to actually do that. And there's no, like, they are just taken there's no like oh maybe they're just similar like pictures from of glass. a website no, where no, no. you go save ads yeah, like, yeah. yeah it's um but at a com- even at a medium and even honestly at a small company this is just somebody's job yeah like you don't like everyone uses sources everyone takes it that's how it works sometimes the company goes eh, we don't have the budget for that you'll have to make your own yeah and sometimes they license them, and sometimes in Capcom's case, they steal them. Yeah, because this is the second time this year they've been done for it. Yeah. The other one was um, the Frankenstein's Army that took cr- creature designs from oh. it. And again, you think, like, oh, creatures, they're kind of generic, aren't they? And then yeah. you saw, then you but looked then... at the creatures they were talking about. It's like, oh, oh no, this is just. Well, so Capcom's <laughs> going to pay quite a bit of money in settlements on this stuff. It, look, honestly, I hope like I hope they learn from it because it'll be cheaper for them in the long run. Yeah, it's it's just better it's business. Like, yeah. Because she they're expecting to pay twelve million, right? I think that's and her then request. Twenty five thousand yeah. dollars for each photo. Mm. 
I, I'm pretty sure had they asked for the licensing for each of those photos, it would have cost them a lot less than 25000 Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, mean don't, I don't know. I don't know it the structure. Could, that these things can be quite expensive. But also, at the end of the day, for a company that size, this stuff can be... Mm. What, what I find kind of um, interesting, though, is that there's been great... Um, uh, like Resident Evil um, HD projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in doing that, the fans are going and taking like the original photo sources and they're taking their own. <laughs> so the fans are doing it right. Even if they're using someone else, they're like, no, no, we went, we went, we walked around Europe and yeah. just tried to find this fresco when we found it and we took a picture of it and we used that source. Like, so the fans <laughs> are better out. at the copyright than yeah. you are. <laughs> and then they a, understand. Yeah. I mean, Capcom would understand it, but yeah, the fans. You get so much flack for it. They fans are probably more likely to get onto each other quicker for doing something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, Especially who, in like an art sphere, I find it, it's it's a bit weird. And then also, E three is just about to kick off. We've already had a few things yeah. happening. We had uh, Battlefield uh, twenty forty two shown I, last night. I just want to finish yeah. my exams. <laughs> like just. it's the take home exam. It's massive, and I just want to finish it so that I can hang out all weekend about E three. But I don't. I just don't know. just start writing game references in there. It's like now now climate change is I the enemy. I can write a game reference because it's all it's all ancient mythology, so I can a hundred percent reference Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like if I really want to. Hard, hard or to Hades get um, or like anything like doing that, a, really. a jet a jet snipe in Battlefield in there though yeah, doesn't quite that'll work. That'll be a bit difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and on that, uh, I'm also maintaining a calendar on uh, Z Games AU yeah. on the Facebook page, both on the, on the website. That's a calendar that lists all the Brisbane times, but it's a Google calendar, so you can also just click on it to subscribe and put it in your local time if you're not Brisbane for some reason. Like, you know, other people live in other places in the Do world, they? I've discovered. Why? I, I guess for a multitude of weird reasons. Maybe I, I did not exist until yeah. I lived in Brisbane. Exactly. It's, it's the one place. Everything else is a lie. That's exactly. The, that's the way I live. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, very excited. I'm probably, I don't know, it's going to be a weird E3. All, the last few E3s have all been weird, especially since people started dropping because Sony was out a few years ago. Yeah. And they're not doing anything this time, at least nothing announced. Because um, oh, yeah. other people just people just do things at the same time. Yeah. Um, but so basically the big ones are Microsoft, which is Monday our time. Yeah. And uh, Nintendo, which is Wednesday our time. But then there's a bunch of other stuff like on Sunday, there'll be Wholesome Direct, which is one of my yep. favorite, which is based on the, the Twitter Wholesome Games. Oh. And it's just, it's just games that are... Wholesome? Yeah. And some people find that I'll a bit patronizing, but oh. it's not. It's not I, that's not the intent. They're not trying to be like, our games are, are wholesome while yours are not. They're just like trying it's, to have a little bit of a sensibility of smaller yeah. games, smaller teams, yeah. making things that aren't necessarily... Shoot-ems. Shoot. <laughs> and some of them do have some shooting in them, but maybe they're shooting flowers. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so now I'm going to talk about two very special video games. Uh, and uh, as I said, one of these I'm very pro on and one of these very anti on. I can't think of a way of turning that into a game, so I'm just going to start with one. It will become apparent which one's which pretty quickly. Okay. Darn it. I wanted to guess. <laughs> Oh, let's see. Let's see. Nah, I'm going to see how to, how to pitch it to you without. Um, okay. So, <laughs> The Magnificent Truffle Pigs. Yeah. Uh, this is a game by Thunked, who's a new developer, but mm-hmm. they're uh, actually headed by uh, Andrew Crawshaw, who was uh, one of the lead designers at the Chinese Room, who made Dear Esther, and uh, Everyone's Gone to the Rapture, and a few other games, yeah. Amnesia, Machine for Pigs, stuff like that. 
So, here is the pitch for the Magnificent Truffle Pigs, which okay. is a wonderful name. It's a brilliant it's name. It's a great name. I um, would get it just based on the name. Much like uh, everyone's gone, everybody's gone to the Rapture, also an excellent name. Yeah. Good, good naming from here. Uh, so, this is a game about uh, metal detectoring. So uh, you are a metal detectorist in, in, in practice in this game, uh, much like the show Detectorist, if you've ever seen that, which got me instantly excited. So uh, the basic action of the game is that you are in a fa- on a farm in the English countryside oh, and yeah. you're just walking around um, looking for things in the ground. Like uh, much like a truffle pig would? Yes, exactly. They call themselves the truffle pigs. They, um, so the main character, Beth, uh, she uh, is... Well, when she was younger, she was a bit bit into metal detecting, and now yeah. she's older, sort of, uh, not quite middle age, but you know, uh, uh, you know, late late twenties, early thirties, sort of adults. So, you know, yeah. get that thing. Uh, and the farm that when she was younger, she'd found like a very precious earring on, uh, but she only found one, and it was big enough that it got in like the local paper. Yeah. So, you know, small town local paper. Hey, I found a thing worth a few hundred pounds. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Uh, and Worthy. this farm is about to be demolished and turned into a solar farm. No. Um, that's turned oh. into a solar farm. It's good. I mean, it's, yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. So. Uh, but they're taking a week out uh, to go and see if they can relive the, their youth and find this earring, and they're just going to walk around and have some good old country chats. And to me, this is a perfect setup for sort of a walking sim. Yeah. Uh, it is going to walk around silly, have some conversations. Okay, so. Um, this game, uh, it looks really nice. Yeah. Uh, it's, it captures the English countryside. There's some big, uh, there's some big uh, wind turbines in the distance. You can overlook the valley where the village is. But you just tra- you're just stuck in these little fields and you've got your metal, your metal detector out. Uh, also, it's very apparent that they've played Firewatch. Oh, yeah. Yes. I can see that. So, uh, one of the things that this game has is no budget. So yeah. this becomes very apparent because you've gone out with your one friend, you're catching up, haven't seen each other for years, but weirdly, she's in another field. So oh. you only get to talk via a walkie-talkie. Ah, okay. yes, I see. So this is, this is starting to shatter my illusion pretty quickly. Yeah. You can see this is which direction this one's starting to head. Um, another thing you can't do is talk on that walkie-talkie whilst using your metal detector. Because you don't have... Two hands? Yeah. So in something that should be... Like the metal detecting is obviously... It's just a thing to do. It's passing the time. It's out there. But you don't hang out while you're doing it. So you basically... The the structure of the game is you walk around, beep, 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 uh, find something, push a button to dig, another button to use your trowel, then you pick up the object. Oh, look, we've found a screw. How exciting. Um, Actually, I'm going to put a little bit of the music from the game just in the background here. There we go. Um, and Beautiful. you find a screw, take a photo of it, and you SMS her the screw. Look, I found a screw, Beth. Very exciting. Um, in which case, most of the time, your radio will then go shh, and you'll have a discussion about the screw. Oh, no. Now, you can walk around in this state, but what you can't do metal is carry your metal detector. Which so means... you have to leave it. Yeah, you have to leave it there. You have to just leave it on the ground. So you can have a talk but you can't go anywhere else because you immediately will have to walk back and pick up your metal detector because you can't pick Just it up when you're in that state so around your metal detector. it means that you have to stop and all you can do is have the conversation which would be good if the conversations were like meaningful conversations and whilst there's i mean 
we're not talking about the deeper subtext here. We're talking about a game about uncovering the past and your your metal detectoring. Yeah. It's not the stronger. It's not the most wild metaphor that you can't yeah, solve yeah, yeah. here in your head. Um, but because you're taping mundane conversations, like I just I just want to walk around and find another bit of metal. This, this is, is one of those games that I would like go to play on stream and then I get ten minutes into it and I'd be yeah. like, ah, mm. this isn't fun for any of us. I'm so, sorry. So, it's it's the story is good. Yeah. It's small, which yeah. is all I want. I I wanted small. I wanted country folk that have just real human problems, just having a bit of a chat. It's a change in their life. There's been a bit of turmoil recently, but they're just very small human things. There's, not, there's no things are going to explode or anything. It's like, yep. no, 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 no. I'm having trouble with relationships at home and at work and stuff like that. And we're talking. All good. But because of that pacing issue, I'm just just waiting. I'm just spending most of the time waiting and not really caring. And when I'm saying they take from Firewatch, you're talking, you hold up the radio. Mm-hmm. And Firewatch is one of the things about it is that you can craft sort of how you build a relationship over a radio. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is there's a little timer which gives you time to respond. Mm-hmm. And if you don't respond, you don't respond. So they take that timer and they put it in this game. But if you don't respond in that time, you just respond anyway. So they've taken the visual cue, but yeah. not the meaning for it. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just... And there's yeah the way the story there's a sort of a later story beat which is both a little bit cringy and unnecessary I feel um, but it's the, there's two actors um, there's uh, uh, Arthur Darvel which is who was apparently uh, one of the Doctor Who's assistants in one of the more recent series mm-hmm. uh, and Lucy Fish who plays that and they do a great job of kind of hackneyed dialogue most of the time. <laughs> And it just frustrated me because it was a game that held so much promise in its concept. It's small and it didn't need to be fancy, but somehow it was still awkward enough and showed its lack of budget the whole time. And that's when you're aware of a game's budget. You know when you're aware of a film's budget and you're like, ah, look, they're going to the fireworks factory, but I know they can't afford a fireworks factory, so I know they'll never get there. (laughs) When you're aware of budgetary issues... It really kills the possibility space. Yeah, like, it can. They could find anything, but they won't because we're not allowed to see it. Yeah. Um, so, yes, that is The Magnificent Truffle Pigs, which is obviously a game that I cared a lot about. Yeah. <laughs> so, you wanted it to be so good. Those I are did. The, those are the, like, they're the worst ones because you can see the potential. You want to love it so much. And then... You just don't love it as much as you... Yeah. Like... I, I just wanted to chat with my friend walking around the countryside, just looking for some things in the ground. I love doing that. Okay. Now, here's a fantasy that I have less chance of doing in real life. Good. <laughs> so, Inkle. Inkle makers of uh, 80 Days, the uh-huh. excellent text adventure. Uh, then uh, Heaven's Vault and uh, Pendragon, the recent one. Oh, yeah. They're, they are big on written narrative. That's what they do. Um, and so, and in that, sorry, just one second here. Just got to let someone in the door. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We love it. Um, so, they, and to the extent that they've built their own tools and, yep. they're, and they're publicly available and you can do it, it's sort of like Twine games, but they've made their own tools for a scripting language. So they're working on these really big games. And yep. then out of nowhere last week, this game appeared, Overboard. Now, Overboard is an Agatha Christie style mystery. Ooh. 
you're on a cruise ship. You're about to arrive in America. Uh, and uh, there's you know a, a bunch of people on the ship, and there's a murder. Uh, but there's a small uh, twist to a normal sort of setup of this. Your character is Veronica uh, Villanesi, uh, and this is the intro of the game. We stood together at the rail, Malcolm and I. I told him I could see dolphins playing in the wake of the boat. He leant over to see them. So I grabbed him by the belt. And I threw him overboard. So you're telling me that we did the murder. The game starts with you doing the murder. Oh, heck yeah. And it's, we got Flight of the Bumblebee going. We got yep. awesome, awesome um, violin going. Um, and it energized me immediately. I was like, oh, oh, here we go. Uh, and the game starts, you wake up in your bedroom and uh, so this, this sort of steward comes in. Oh, good morning. And I say, oh, you come in. And oh, where's your husband? Oh, I, he, I, I haven't seen him. And then my next option was bludgeon him over the head. And so I did. <laughs> okay, so this sounds like my kind of game because that is exactly what I would have done as well. Uh-huh. It is, um... So, you don't... Okay, well, we'll just continue the thing. So, basically, the game is set out. Uh, it's similar to older games, like if you're aware of Cruise for a Corpse mm -hmm. or the more popular um, Last Express, which is the game is like on a bit of a clockwork. Everyone's going to appear in certain rooms at certain times doing certain things, and that's fixed, unless, of course, you have interrupted it in some way. Mm -hmm. So, your job is to cover up your murder uh, by either making it not look like a murder or blaming someone else <laughs> or something, uh, some other choices along there. Uh, and the game will probably take you about 15 minutes to reach, like, get to America that afternoon, and then they'll be, hey, we're going to call everyone to the room, and we're going to assess what's happened in this situation, and you're a murderer. <laughs> um, in which case, you've learned a lot about who's going to accuse you, who knows what, who's what's going on. Uh, you get sent to Sing Sing, probably, especially the first time you play. <laughs> and then you restart in bed, and you have all the knowledge of what is going to happen on this boat. So you get extra little little options. Well, you don't actually get any new options at all. Ah. But you just know what's going on. And yeah. you will uncover everyone's secrets. Uh, you'll find ways of sneaking into rooms and doing things and finding out. Mm -hmm. You can blame different people. I have been trying to do a run where I'm trying to kill everybody. Yes. Um, I haven't quite got there yet. Yeah. Uh, but I have got to... So you get to an ending. Uh, and uh, I, I prove it wasn't a murder. But they think it's a suicide. So whilst I am, uh, it says freedom at the end, uh, but suicide doesn't pay uh, life insurance. No. So I don't get my rich, hus <laughs> get, get, rich I husband's money. I don't get the money. So then it's like, now do it and get the money. Uh, and then every time you sort of finish it and find a new ending, it'll say, actually, what about this? So it keeps giving you other... He, like, accidentally tipped over the side yeah, of the boat. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and other things to find. It's like, hey, uh, what about this person's secret? Do you know about them? What's going on there? Yeah. Um, and it's it's just energetic. And it's, and it's got great quality of life. So this mm -hmm. is a repetitive thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll do a lot of the same conversations and everything. Mm -hmm. If you say wanting to do something in the afternoon and you're quite happy with how the morning's gone, next time you play, there's just a fast forward button. Oh. And it does all your last choices. Oh, so I know, like that. Do, 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 race through the game, do the whole thing in like two minutes. I like that. Try a lot. something else. Uh, 
It is clever. It's of a scale that I really hope they do more games of this scale. Yeah. Um, obviously, you were not getting like deep human experience sort no. of things going on here. It, it's a fun, quirky it. thing. I want them to just keep ripping off Ag- Agatha Christie and doing another yeah. one. Do it. Next one's on a train. That's going to be a killer. <laughs> I've never read Agatha Christie. I haven't read any. I've just seen lots of um, interpretations of, of things. No, for, and the only you probably think things based on it. Yeah, the only interpretation I know for sure I've seen is a Doctor Who episode. <laughs> um, so look, that's that's where we're going. But I mean, it, almost every murder mystery is like taken from Agatha Christie these days. Yeah, or, or at least the style of like, yeah. you know, the having a, a, a collection of characters that mm. everyone's got their own motivations and then there's an accusing parlour at the end. Yeah. I do like, so with the game, you can basically start the, the accusations yourself at any time. <laughs> so you can just wake up and go and like ring a bell and go, oh, man overboard and quickly try to get out of it if you want. Yeah. Um, or there, you can just throw yourself overboard at any point. You, you just, can actually, yeah. oh. Yeah, I'm out. No, yeah, no, no, thank you. Yeah, there's a reset button, so you don't have to, but it's more fun to just to chuck yourself overboard. And I do like that, like there is no like, they don't try to justify it and say, oh, actually, you know, she was a battered woman or anything. No, no, no. She, no, 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 no. She's just, she, she they, just they didn't have a good relationship and she murdered her husband and she wanted the money. Great. Here we go. It's uh, it's lighthearted. It's fun. It's complex. Uh, it's about. It's on pretty much all platforms as well. Yeah, it's on have, on mobile. I'm playing it on Switch. It's on PC. I think it's on the it other up on Steam. Yeah, it's just a game that scoped itself perfectly, um, and just really, really delivered on a simple um, premise. And it's so exciting. Uh, if you want, so and since you can play it on your phone, it's like a good train or game or yeah. anything like that. It's like, let's just give just it another run. Just don't play it on a boat. It might make you... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't do it on the ferry, you know. It might, it might have some of those... It's like you shouldn't watch a uh, horror movie about a cabin in the woods while you're in a cabin in the woods, oh, that's you know. That's my favourite place to do it. Okay, uh, so those are my feelings on the Magnificent Truffle Bigs <laughs> and Overboard. One yeah, with a big tick, one with a sad face next to it. <laughs> just, uh, just like, holding, like, holding the heart, but, like, really sad. Just... I wanted to love this. <laughs> so yeah. yes, uh, we've been talking a little bit uh, just narrative stuff in games narrative and delivery. Stuff in games. And so um, when I yeah we, we we don't have huge amounts to talk to them, but that's all right. We'll just chat anyway. Um, the other sort of games that I was mentioning quite a bit in especially the Truffle Pigs review was of course Firewatch. Yeah. Which really um, delivered that fantasy. That's a game that also has a very low budget. Yeah. But they do their best to hide it. Yeah. They do very good work. So I love narrative games. Yeah. But I also get bored of them very quickly. Oh, oh. They are like my favorite and most hated sort yeah. of things. And so like one of my all-time faves is um, Life is Strange, right? Yeah. And sometimes I'm just like, and when you can't skip cinematics, mm. I just I just will walk away. So I think I was having trouble with it in like, before the storm or something and i was mm. just like nope can't be bothered whereas with the first one i could i could skip through things this whole thing is going much, backwards yeah. and forwards in conversations and that's actually i don't think they'll ever recapture the magic of the no. first life is strange because it was what i keep talking about the implementation of the idea it's gameplay concept which was being able to rewind one time and try something else is not just like the power and that it's the thematic wish of the teenagers it is it's the it's thematically and mechanically appropriate for the game and to find like another power that is, does the same thing yeah 
I can't think of one. Nope. The one coming up, which is sort of a, uh, I'm sort of emotional based. Everything. Yeah. Um, you know, like it may be, but at the same time, it doesn't. It doesn't map that directly. And I loved so. the like all the different narrative aspects in mm. that game as well. There was so much going on. And the fact is is that I could play it over again and even try and pick everything that I did in my first mm. playthrough. But it'll be different because I won't have remembered everything well, that I did. And I just remembered when we um I was like, what's the f- main character's name? Max. Max. At the end, uh, my friends and I were talking about it and we just sat down and we said like, what who what was your Max like? Yeah. Cuz the story is the same but your interpretation how you express yourself in the game is different so we all had quite different interpretations of who max was which is where games are good as a narrative device when you get stuck in these things where they because i don't i don't necessarily need branching narratives i know a lot of people want to see their choices mean something i don't care i just want it to be appropriate yeah and i want to be able to express myself like life is strange dominoed like everything dominoed one of the most important things in life is strange is the ability to sometimes just sit and listen to music yeah and setting that scene, it's almost like a Donnie Darko-ish thing. It's like, yes. it's a mood piece. It's not narrative, it's a mood piece. So good. And um, you could leave those scenes for as long as you oh, wanted. Yeah. They could just sit there, you could just have it going on in the background. Um, one of my other favorite things, and if you haven't played this, I'm sorry, it will be a bit of a spoiler, was <laughs> just that you could end the game halfway through. There was a point in your decisions with your friend where you like go back in time, yeah. and you could just end it halfway through. Everything would be over the whole... Like everything that the story was gearing up to just mm. wouldn't matter anymore. And I thought that that was amazing. And the only reason I knew that you could do that is because my brother's friend did mm. it. And he was talking to my brother about how he hated that the game ended, ended so there. early. <laughs> and I was just. Before like, they've even released the other two chapters, the last two yeah, chapters. Yeah, exactly. And I was just yeah. like, what? I, I, do, I do have my one bugbear, which is uh, the fact that there's a choice at the end of that game. Yeah. Because as far as I'm concerned, one of them doesn't make thematic sense. Yeah. And I get. But weirdly, everyone else I know picked that one. I'm like, no. <gasps> I did love that you could see like how players like to yeah, show yeah. you the percentage, percentage of what people. It's pick. good to see like it's like what, we see it in RPGs all the time as well, and most people are nice in games. Yeah, you're like, oh, I want to be a boss. Like, no, most people aren't. Most people want to get all the points and help all the people and do all the things. The ah. only times I'm completely chaotic is when I'm playing with you guys. Like, <laughs> like if I'm playing an FPS or something with other people or Skyrim, where I kill everybody and take all their stuff. It's just a way to be sometimes. Yeah. Murder everyone on the boat. That's what yep. I. Say. Well, this is Paul and Rani. Uh, we're just going to sign off now. It's a bit of a weird intro because uh, the studio exploded. Yeah. Uh, so we are alive, though. Yeah, we, we've survived the explosion. <laughs> so uh, hopefully this is recording because we can't hear it. Yeah. So good times for all. Woo. We'll uh, catch you all next week for an exciting E3 episode yeah. in who knows what studio. Let's hope this one. At the home studio. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. See you next time. time.